0: Good afternoon and good night. This is Ryan Merritt with High Class Podcast. We're coming to you from uh, sunny Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. We're currently out on the beach enjoying some raids with uh, a bunch of other lovely people. It's uh, Monday, I believe it's uh, March March 8th. I believe it's March 8th. March 7th, we ought to know the date before we start this, shouldn't we, anyways, if you're listening right now, thank you for joining us, Uh, High Class Podcast is brought to you commercial free, ad free, all at the expense of the creators, so if you do feel so inclined, please don't hesitate, help us out make a donation, if you see fit, and if you don't see fit, then you don't know me, because if you know me, you know that I drive a blue Honda Fit. I was thinking about why they call it a Honda Fit, and I think it's because you can never get stuck, like one time I was in the snow, I thought I was stuck, but I just got out, car up, put it in my pocket, and it's fitting right in my pocket. If you, uh, if you've got some headphones in and you're listening, you sound of the waves, the ocean crashing in, we're on the sunny east coast right now, where the water's uh, not too cold this week. That's what always bugged me about California, they always project this image of the ocean and the beaches and the water, sports and the, that kind of life, and you uh, can't even swim in the water, I should start an ASMR where I just come out here and set the recorder up with the, uh, with the waves. That could be, uh, that could be a thing, right? People do that, right? I many people make videos of themselves eating mac and cheese? We've got uh, well. We got a lot happening in the world these days. I don't. I don't particularly keep up too much with the uh, with the news. Uh, Usually, by the time I get to the news, it's become old news, which I'm not even sure how that happens. Because news, if you think about it, that's just the plural of new, right? One new, many news. Put a bunch of those together and you can you can sell them and call it the news if you're really good at it you can do it every day you can call it the daily news but you got to have more than one otherwise it'd just be the daily news different kinds of news but my my most intriguing is the old news because at what point does a new become an old new what point does news become old news at what point does old news become history i mean if you think about it technically past, the present, and the future. Anything that's history is in the past, so that means that things become history as they happen. Some might even say that I'm making history as I speak. remember folks, everything you do cannot you know, be Just because news is old doesn't make it irrelevant. I got some news for you. I suspect that I uh, came into an encounter with a uh, some sort of clansman, proud boy last night. He's headed down southbound Route 1, getting ready to, uh, getting ready to approach the avenue. This gentleman pulled beside me, and he, uh, he informed me that he carries a 9mm. I couldn't be sure why he was telling me this. So I asked him, sir, are you threatening to shoot me with a 9mm? And he he said, yeah. Now, the reason why that was surprising is because uh, I had a dash cam running and I had pulled it out and pointed it at him. And you would think that if a camera was pointed at you and someone asked you if you're trending to shoot them, you would just say no. But he didn't. And uh, here's the part where I think he got a little upset. I, I pointed out, I, I gave him a compliment, which usually doesn't upset people, but he was wearing a white visor. With a dark blue triangular flag with a circle on it that had a red and a, a blue circle with a white lightning. And uh, I didn't know what flag it was. I'm not really familiar with that symbol, so I asked him. I said, "Hey, sir, that's a nice visor you got there. Uh, is that a flag on there? What, what kind of flag is that on there that you got there?" And he didn't tell me. Uh, he didn't tell me what the flag was, but he said it's because uh, he's white and I'm still not. I was offended for two reasons. The first reason is because I'm half black, and so obviously for someone to say that they're white and therefore somehow better than me was pretty pretty discouraging. And the second reason I was upset is because I'm half white, and for someone to say that they're white and then they're better than me is kind of discouraging. I mean, come on! I feel like I can't win. Everybody keeps telling me that there's going to be some sort of uh, some sort of race war, something like that. Or that if there is one that I'd have to, you know, that I would have to pick sides. I don't want to think about having to pick sides between my, you know, my friends that listen to rock and my friends that listen to hip-hop. I will not have to choose between, you know, people that always have to bring sunscreen to the beach and people that don't. I like both people. I like both groups. I don't want to have to choose between... Phew. I don't have to choose between anyone. You know, I, I, I think everybody should be able to get along. You know? Sunscreen, no sunscreen. Uh, put all lotion on the reg or not, you know, I mean, I actually just found out that uh, white people can get ashy, I didn't know that, I just thought it was a a, a thing for brown people because I would always get made fun of because I was ashy and say I need some lotion, but it turns out. White people can actually get whiter than they are. They get dry skin. Can't say I've ever seen it in person, so I could—they could have been messing with me. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a beautiful world we live in, and everybody's different shapes, colors, and sizes. Everybody's eyes have a. Different porthole into the uh, conglomerate that we call consciousness. I tell you what, guys, if you don't listen to, uh, if you don't listen to Spanish music. As my father would say, I would highly suggest it. That's how parents. That's how. That's how parents always would uh, compromise without having to tell their kids what to do. I highly suggest. I had a lot of things that were highly suggested to me, like the Most High. Uh, i guess on high class podcast everything is highly suggested to me. <laughs> you know 420 is like this thing about you know hippies started about weed culture they started this thing at 420 i heard about that i i didn't know other people had a specific time that they would blaze up uh, everybody was talking about you know I thought I was the only one that did that. Um, me, I, I usually would do that like around like half past 3.50. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a time joke. You see, half past 3.50. It's 4.20. And, uh, yes, uh, you might be asking yourself, Ryan, why do you feel the need to explain that joke? Well, so far, I don't think I've told it to one person that didn't need the explanation. Stop time to Gotta sit back and relax. Listen to the waves and the wind. Enjoy that hot sun on your man breasts. I don't, I, I, sorry, sorry for the imagery there. It's just you know. I have to look at them. So only fair. I wonder if men breastfed. Not if men got pregnant. Like, assume all the other functions and processes were the same with regards to, uh, But the only difference was that men were the ones that were responsible for breastfeeding. Everybody looks the same. Like, women have normal breasts. They just don't produce milk. And a guy has a normal pex or whatever, man boobs, whatever he's got. And then when a, when the lady gets pregnant, he is able to produce uh, breast milk. I think there would be a lot more kids that would uh, grow up knowing their fathers. I just believe that, that that that's something that would result from it. You know, guys, part of uh, childbirth is pretty simple. You know, pretty simple. already, and you just do that with another person. That's really all it takes. Make the world a better place, adopt a child. what, that there's so many people in this world, so many children that have parents that can't or won't take care of them, and knowing that fact, and the fact that people still have their own children, seems like we could really, you know, fix this up with some supply chain, uh, you know, with some supply chain uh, re- re-visitation of how we approach the supply chain of children. I think we should put Jeff Bezos in charge of children and placing them with parents. I mean, think about it, you know. Yeah, there's so many, there's so many couples you hear about that try to have kids and they can, they do all this in vitro stuff and it costs thousands and thousands of dollars and years and years and years and they still don't have kids. Well, I mean, imagine like prime kids, like prime, prime adoption, like prime, like adoption now. We want to do it like we want a kid tomorrow, like two day one-day, two-day shipping or you have, like, Prime Kids Day on, you know, you pick your day of the week and that's the day and then, you know, boom, right at your doorstep. Wrapped up in everything. I think we could solve a lot of problems in this world if we just had parents that could take care of the kids. There's so many, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is if, if we have a world with his parents that want children, and there's children that need parents. There should be a way to even that out somehow, you know. I guess it's, uh, you know, I guess it's just because we haven't had the right people look at it, you know. We've had people, everybody just wants to make money. Forget slavery. The fact that you can buy a child is a little, seems a little odd to me. I mean, that's just not fair to the kids. It's not like they have anything to offer really at this early stages in life. I mean, and also too what's messed up is like people treat adopting kids like basically the same way that they treat adopting cats like when they're a little kitten or a little baby they're like oh my gosh it's so cute i just want to put it in my coffee and drink it oh my god you know and and, and the same thing you know some some people might be put off because they're like now it's too much work when they're early on you gotta let them you know you gotta let the uh, professionals take care of them and then once they're good you know give them my functional, you know, a little more independent, but once they get to a certain age, people are like, "Yeah, they're no good anymore, do you really want to get one that's on its way out anyways, it's like a whole, it's like this whole, uh. I mean, I guess it's the same with everything, Every everything on in this planet has a, it's finite. The world and everything in it is finite, the only thing that's not finite is uh, life. There's always new life. With death, there's always some form of new life. I always wanted to adopt a kid. That's what I always thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to help somebody. Help some other child that had parents that didn't want them or couldn't take care of them. That just didn't seem like the simple answer to me. Like, why would anybody do anything else while people have their own kids that want kids if you know that there's children? I guess it just comes from some sort of innate human need to create, to procreate. I guess it's like anything else, not everybody has it. And I I wouldn't even say it's a bad thing. The point I'm trying to make is... Jeff Bezos, if you're listening to this, Prime Babies, they tried Babies R Us, they got the name right, but they got the business wrong. We need Prime Babies to replace Babies R Us to fill the true purpose of what that company should have been doing, which is finding parents for babies and children. Take my million dollars in gold coins and uh, and in the form of a free lifetime Prime membership. Thanks. Alright, folks. Let's tell some jokes. You know me, you know that I'm a big guy, and I may be chubby, but at least I know I won't have to live on the stranded island for very long. It's because they eat the fat guy first. I mean it wouldn't be the be- the worst way to die you know my buddy he told me the best way that you could pass away would be to like not even know what's happening to be alone in your sleep and I didn't agree with that I, I thought you know the best way to die would, would really be to be o- o- awake and alert surrounded by you know your loved ones mm-hmm. and they're all Looking down at you, holding knives and forks and licking their lips. Because they're about to eat you, so they can survive one more day on the stranded island. That way, at least you know you'll die a hero. Is that how you say it? Is it your... Hero or Euro or Gyro? I always forget. Anyways, folks, thanks for listening, tuning in to the High Class with Ryan Merritt. This is uh, concluding episode one. We'll be back with more and special guests coming up. We'll have Belinda Clare. We'll have Howard Schofield. We'll have Chris Brotherton. Ian Ferguson. Michael Fowler. And a whole bunch of more people that you probably never heard of. Alright folks. Peace, love, and mushrooms.